Hey everybody, it's Ben and Rob from Edge of Wonder. We heard that an ancient tablet was found that predates known Hebrew inscriptions, and it even carries a curse that could prove the biblical story of Moses is true. Yeah, the tablet revealed the words, you are cursed by the God Yahweh. So what does this mean for our civilization? We're damned. <laughs> and what other messages from the distant past have emerged in recent history? So join us on this Edge of Wonder Live as we bring you our research on unearthed artifacts that could rewrite our entire history. And we'll discuss why the mainstream academic world won't acknowledge it. We'll see you out. On the Edge. All right. Hey, and by the way, if you're listening to our Edge of Wonder podcast, please leave us a five-star rating and review so we can keep making this awesome content for you guys. So, Rob, welcome back. You've been gone for a little while. Yeah, a couple, <laughs> couple of shows at least, right? Yeah. yeah. You so know, I, it's weird. Um, you know, they say time is like going faster, right? Like mm -hmm. everybody kind of feels like that right now. One of the side effects of that whole thing is time is going faster so if you have like a week off it feels like a friggin eternity and i don't mean like that like that week went by really fast but it just yeah. feels like i've been away for a long time you it, know it actually I mean? it, it does seem like you've, you've been away for a long time because uh, yeah i've done two shows now uh two tuesday shows and then simon was on two friday shows right and it's just like wow it just seems like it, it's been like months or something and it really it's i know right weeks. yeah so um how so how 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 are you? How how was everything? How was good. Your, your Yeah, um you know I survived and uh feeling good, you know. Um little I'm a little tired um mm -hmm. just from everything, but other than that uh yeah, all good. How about yourself? How are you doing? Yeah, doing pretty good overall. Um yeah, just uh, hanging out in Florida. So. Yeah, how's that going? It must yeah, be it's it's beautiful. It's actually, down there, my, right? my brother is here right now. We're um, we're he's doing some editing work for us, you guys. So it's actually going really well. And uh, we have our new series that we're going to be working on with the Garden of Eden that's going to come out in a couple weeks. So um, yeah, you guys that sounds cool. Yeah, Rob and I filmed this, and it's going to be awesome, you guys. You guys are really going to enjoy this one. I kept I kept putting um, apples around when we were shooting, seeing if Ben would eat one. <laughs> and I was going to jump on it. I'm wondering if this is a Mandela effect. Everyone assumes that the Garden of Eden, the 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 fruit is the apple, but it's never mentioned as an apple. I think it could have been, but it totally could have been one of those things that everyone just assumed, like the yeah. fruit of the tree. And they're like, well, what's the most common fruit of a tree? An like apple. a yeah, like maybe maybe in in Eastern Europe they were like the fig or something, right? Like yeah, and actually that that is uh, right. I, I, somewhere in Europe they use a fig tree, and you know, and it, it's so it's hard to say. It really is if whether it was either a, way. Bonehead yeah. move for Apple to have its logo <laughs> an apple with a bite taken out of it, like so true. You know, so true. It's weird. It really is. Yeah, well, and then the first computer was six hundred and sixty six dollars and sixty six cents. Yeah, I mean, come on, guys. Yeah. And then and then like when we call it out, we're we're the crazy ones. And you're the all the one that did it. <laughs> like, you know, history, you're not stupid people, you know. Yeah. Right. It's so true. It's so true. 
All right, well, Rob, um, before we get started on everything, you posted a video, actually. Oh, yes. Really crazy thing, right? So yeah, you guys got to see this. If you haven't seen it already, this is going to blow your mind. This is some stuff. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit more of the context, but mm -hmm. go ahead and play this and with the sound on. Across the craziest paranormal video I think I've ever seen in my life. And it happened right back here in these woods. I'm at a horse stable right now, as, as you can see. And the other day I was walking over here to see a guy working the land. He works in the horse stable. Anytime I see a guy working the land, I, I always get curious, ask them questions. I'll ask, you know, have you ever seen anything interesting out here? And, and oftentimes they'll say like, oh yeah, you know, I've seen some coyotes. Or, and so finally, you know, as the conversation was warming up, I say, hey, you know, have you ever seen anything out here you can't explain? The moment I said that, his eyes lit up he was like, it's really weird you asked me that question. He's like, just last week, my buddy took the craziest video back in these woods. He pulls up his buddy's private Facebook page. So it's a private Facebook page. He tried to send me a link to the video. I couldn't see the video on my own phone. So I, I had to pull the video up on his phone and take a video of it. I've sent this to a bunch of people. I've not seen anyone be able to explain what the heck is going on in this video. So I'm going to show it to you guys. Check it out and let me know what you guys think. Dude, that's so crazy. Yeah, dude, that is crazy. I just came across. What, what do you, uh, what do you think? I like, mean, you know, so honestly, fascinating because you actually talked to this guy in person. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so what do you think? Well, first of all, okay. Now, what was really interesting about this, just to, just to give a little bit of context is I talked to this guy for like 45 minutes and just kind of made friends with him because he just works the land. And and there was like not really at the beginning of this conversation, there was never really any intention of like asking him about anything paranormal. But as I started warming up the conversation and I started thinking about it, I'm like, you know, I've been doing all of this research on on Dogman and Dogman like experiences of people working the land. And I was like, every time I see someone now, I just ask. Right. So I'm like, I should ask this guy a question, you know. So I, I, I ask him, I'm like, you know, have you ever seen anything interesting? And he's like, oh yeah, a bobcat. He saw a bobcat in the area. And I was like, that's crazy. Cause like who would expect there to be a bobcat around. Right. And then, and then of course I was like, have you ever seen anything you can't explain? And I kind of did it like that. Right. Yeah, and he was yeah. like, he was like, yeah, you know? And, and so uh, now this video was taken by his best friend. All right. And the guy, as soon as his dog started like peering into the wood, you can see the dogs down there and it's like pointing into the woods and it's growling. You can hear it growl a little bit. As soon as his dog started doing that, he took his phone out right away and he started filming because there was, he was like, something's over there. I don't know what it is. And he's like, I'm going to get this on camera if I can. Right. He gets the thing on camera and then he's so freaked out. The dude won't even go into that area of the woods anymore. But he posted it on his, his personal Facebook page, which is a private Facebook page. Mm -hmm. This is why I couldn't get it like my hands on the actual video. And I had to take a, a, a like a, a video of it. And yeah, I was just like, I couldn't believe that. I mean, this is what happens when you talk to locals, right? Like when you talk to people in the area, they always yeah. have the low down on crazy stuff going on, especially people that work the land, you know? So, yeah, it was. um. It was really crazy. Um, so people are saying, ask John Vivanco about it. I did. First thing I did, actually, was I sent him the video. 
And um, I sent it to a few people. And there was this argument going on between people of some people were in this camp of this is a forest spirit. There were others that were like, no, this is an alien with some kind of alien technology that's like phasing in and out like a predator. Right. And uh, John and I both think that this is a ghost, like a, a forest spirit of some type, because forests are known to be haunted. And especially there has in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. And there, yeah, especially in Ohio. I mean, there's so many things in Ohio that um, that are just like like Hellstown. Have you ever heard of Hellstown? Like there's yeah, look at that. Look at that thing. And this is a slow motion of it. It phases in. I've never seen, I've literally never seen a video that clear there. It's like, and it's not even, it's not even that clear. It's just clearer than any other video I've seen of an event like this, you know? So yeah, I, I sat on it for like a week or two and I was like, I want, I like, I, I need to figure out how to explain this because, you know, people on the internet and on YouTube and everywhere else, they're so ready to jump down your throat. Anytime you say anything, and then when you don't have a video, they're like, source, bro, where's your video? And then when you do have a video, they're like, that's fake. That's fake CGI. Yeah. And they were like, dude, yeah. I mean, like, and so for me, what was interesting about the whole thing was really just, you know, making friends with this guy and talking to him and listening to him and watch him explain the entire thing. And like, this is my new rule is when I'm out and I'm meeting people who are working the land or in local areas, I'm going to ask them if they've ever seen anything, because that's yeah. how you get the real information. You know, you it's out there. Yeah. And like I said, grow, like growing up in Ohio, Ohio is weird. There's all kinds of crazy things. I mean, there's, there's weird Ohio. Like there's a website yeah. dedicated to weird Ohio. Yeah. yeah. Michigan's um, not any better. Yeah, it's true. And I mean, but with, with Ohio, you have, um, right. Patterson air force base, which again, it's in Dayton, Ohio, which is now like becoming the, um, I don't know. Area 51 of Ohio. It's basically area 51. I mean, literally whatever happened in area 51 was moved to Dayton, Ohio. So, um, there's, there's all these like conspiracies revolved around that. I mean, I, I have friends that personally had weird experiences in forests in the area. I don't think I've ever encountered anything in the forest per se in Ohio, I have in New York, but not necessarily in Ohio, New so, York, dude, New York's yeah. so much of my, <laughs> like in my research, some of the, most of the dog man encounter, not most, but a large number are in New York. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lots of scene. And there's so much forest in New York. People don't really understand that. No, that's know? true. Yeah. It's like, everyone thinks of New York and they're like, Oh, New York city. And it's like, no, mo New York is a huge state first of all. Mm -hmm. And the state is mostly forest. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't personally, I don't believe that it's an alien. I, I think, yeah, more could be like a ghost that we're seeing or maybe not even anything paranormal, but seeing something in another dimension. Like Which you're, is you're, paranormal well it is but i mean like it could just be like a a being in another dimension just like minding its own business and just like walking and yeah. then it's just you like know, something kind of phasing through in and out right then maybe you know? but but yeah the dog the dog the dog is what's weird yeah so whatever that well, was, was I, coming I'm, into this dimension, I'm kind know. of leaning more towards ghost than i am anything else with yeah. this one so um 
just because of that. So very interesting. No, and it's like, you know, one of the things is too is like anytime you post anything like that too, immediately people are like, Oh, you just made this up. Um I like literally give two about making this stuff up. Like you and I research so much paranormal crap <laughs> that like making something like this up is like the last thing I give a crap about. It's like, <laughs> no, I, I'm just interested in if we can find any evidence of whatever it is, let's just get it out there and have a conversation about it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, that was pretty exciting just to come across that and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, very interesting stuff. Really is. Um, we're gonna have more actually. There's some things I found for Friday for the weirder news, Excellent. kind of on, on this realm of things that I kind of found, so we can present that. But yeah, very interesting. Makes me want to like go into the woods and explore crap. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yes, it really does. Yeah, That's we true. we have done, tried to do some things with Bigfoot um actually my brother and i this was this was like a while ago that's cool but yeah nothing he got one thing on recording actually it was kind of weird but nothing like concrete that it would be like yeah okay you know i am we need something a little bit bigger but all right well you guys so we're gonna cover all this stuff about um um the uh the, these tablets that were found but um before we do like so i was kind of looking up some interesting things that were found and um about sorry. this particular tablet well about some other things that came up so we're gonna get we're gonna get more into some stuff but before we get into all of this i thought it would be cool to talk about these five thousand year old geometric stone balls that were found what yeah where were so, these found so these are five thousand years old and they were found in the uk about 200 years ago and they're um completely geometric they don't really know where they came from um they were found in um i guess in scotland so well i guess okay there, there's there's some that have been found in um ireland in england and even norway so there weren't they weren't all found in the same place what type of material is this ben they're saying that it could be it looks like it's sandstone and granite and um one they said is coated in some kind of black fish based paste that they can't really identify that would be the one on the right probably because yeah than the others because yeah, it's dark yeah and they all have similarities um despite the fact that they were they were found all over different parts of the uk and they're not very big they're only about like maybe three inches in diameter um and the largest one is about four to five inches so, but they, they, then they all display a very strong degree of like, um, workmanship and yeah, craftsmanship. craftsmanship. And, you can and tell everything. by looking at them yeah. and they don't know what the purpose is. You know, what's weird oh, is yeah. Dude, pull that picture up again, Lindsay. So like, if you look at these, 
granite, if they're made out of granite, granite actually has more crystal in it than, than I think almost any other rock. If I'm correct me if I'm wrong here, Lindsay, you might be able to help me out here, but if that's true, then these rocks would uh, generate a high piezoelectric charge. So this could have been some form. They were charging these for something. That just like look at that one in the middle. Like that shape is so interesting. That is, huh? That's an interesting thought. Didn't really think about it. In that so way. Like yeah, you know the, the like this is like we're talking about like Atlantean type of technology or like that era. Yeah, you know, I know. Using crystals to power stuff, or like right. at least the the pyramids and stuff. Mm -hmm. Makes me wonder if something is inside of these, you know, and they just can't access it. They should be able so to x-ray to find that though. Right. Yeah. Especially now. I mean, now they're, they're really able to look at to taking x-rays of a lot of different things and seeing the inside of stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, it'd be funny as if this was just some like random abstract art from that period that was like on people's like, <laughs> coffee like table a, and it just lasted some kind of sports like soccer ball that was yeah. very heavy yeah, like <laughs> ball or something that people used to huck at one another yeah and so, we're, we're over here like what form of technology is this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like some like, some old granny in the past yeah. some old granny in the past you just like heat those up and put them in a like you know use them for some type of um I don't know, like sonar, or so sonar or something. Yeah, really. That is so funny. All right. Well, um, I always count on Lizzie to bring up a completely non-relevant Harry Potter photo. We had a whole bunch of comments from the fans in the chat that they think it looks like Harry Potter balls. <laughs> I, I kind uh, of thought that too. I was like, okay, kind of. Thanks for jumping on that, Lindsay. Trying to remind me of that. Not much Anytime. has changed in a week and a half. It's funny. All right. Well, um, we probably need to play a, play a trailer, but before we do, we have an uh, important announcement, right, Rob? Yes. So, you guys, if you watch Edge of Wonder, you know we're all about helping people wake up to the truth about the world around us, right? Yeah, and it's no secret that we're believers in diversifying our knowledge of everything from mysteries and historical events to modern-day corruption. And that's why we're also believers in diversifying our money with precious metals like gold and silver, because why would we ever put all of our eggs in one basket in this crazy world, right? I mean, the U.S. dollar has lost literally 85% of its purchasing power since 1971. Mm -hmm. Well, when it comes to buying precious metals, you need the right company in your corner. That's why we've partnered with the top-rated precious metal company, GoldCo., because reputation matters. Yeah, and GoldCo has helped people like you and me place over $1 billion in gold and silver. So for those with retirement accounts, they're actually offering our supporters up to $10,000 in free silver when opening a qualified IRA account. So for cash buyers, you can get bonus silver just for making a purchase. 
So if you buy $50,000 worth of precious metals, you'll get $5,000 in bonus silver. And if you buy $100,000 worth, you'll get $10,000 in silver. And that's a lot. So make sure you guys go to edgeofgold.com now to get started on protecting yourself from an out-of-control economy. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, seriously. And remember, we don't promote a lot of products, but when we do, it's because it's something we can really use or believe in. Again, it's edgeofgold.com. So thank you all for your support. Now, let's watch this awesome trailer and we'll come back. One of the most prolific serial killers of all time has become a household name, a national phenomenon. But why? What do Bundy's family connections reveal about the deep state? Mind control, Satanism, and occult rituals. Is there a thread that ties together most of the serial killers in modern history? Once the truth is revealed, you'll never look at the deep state the same way again. Edge of Wonder exposes the deep state. All right. All right. Yeah, you guys can find that series on our rise.tv platform, along with all the other videos, hundreds of videos that Rob and I have done now. Um, and we're about ready to publish our new one soon, the series of the Garden of Eden. And um, yeah, and we just did one on transhumanism, world of Tartaria, and yeah. so many more we've done. <laughs> like we have i think about 500 videos on all kinds of cool stuff on oh. rise.tv yeah we probably do now so yeah and for those of you watching us on rumble um please subscribe to our rumble channel so we can continue to grow here since we're since we got deleted on youtube badge of honor right there badge of honor i guess yeah yeah all right well um okay so before we kind of get into this, uh, the, so here's something more. So this is found, I guess, more around the 2015-ish, but um, you know, kind of leading up to to what was what was found recently, they found the oldest complete copy of the Ten Commandments, and um, it's being displayed in in Israel. But these are 2,000-year-old Dead Sea Scrolls, and um, these are the earliest known copies of them. I mean, right. So this is like a copy made uh, from the actual Ten Commandments that are reportedly in the Ark of the Covenant. Yes. Somewhere. That is. Uh, yeah. And um, Lindsay, are you, are you going to pull up this article? She's uh, dealing with signing up for their breaking newsletter right now. I think. <laughs> okay, I see. Go. Yeah, so this this was display in in Israel, but it's so wow. fragile 
that they said they can only show it for a very short period of time and it has to be stored in a complete isolated dark room that's um, climate controlled and completely 100% pitch black and secure. So now this is this is written handwritten with pen ink. Yeah, so this this is a copy of it but it's 2000 years old. So you know what's interesting is look how beautiful the handwriting is on that. Yeah, I was thinking that too actually. It's really pretty amazing. Um also some of the things that they also found when they found this get this was a tool used in an elephant hunt that was 1.5 million years old wait 1.5 million years old yeah and it was an elephant hunt so yeah i I saw the thing that just blows my mind is that weren't we weren't we apes or like pygmies or something like archaeologists and all this stuff that keep contradicting each other it's like yeah. oh no we were only existed for twenty thousand years oh look we just found this tool that's 1.5 million years old and it's like what you, you think like apes made these things like, <laughs> like this is crazy um yeah and then also they found an oldest remains of a of a um bonfire from 80,000 thousand years ago so there's evidence of a bonfire that was formed eighty thousand years ago and um a couple other things such as a skull that was about nine nine thousand years old so yeah these are all also things uh, that were uh, on display in this in this museum so it's amazing oh gosh you know <laughs> it's so easy to kind of so bonfire is found an elephant tool why isn't there more evidence and and the thing is is like you ask that question and then immediately you go to like how much has been actually hidden you know like how much stuff are we just not aware of because it's all been covered up yeah or why is the question yeah well yeah why is everything being covered up and honestly i think that this um what was found with this uh, tablet kind of could shed some light on why they're trying to cover up so many aspects of this. So, um, so yeah, so archaeologists just, just deciphered an ancient tablet from Mount, is it Ebal or Ebal, uh, the, the mountain? I, I'm not 100%. Lindsay, help us out here. <laughs> E-B-A-L. Is it a ball or e-ball? Probably in English, e-ball. E-ball. Okay, Mount e-ball that contains a curse exactly as Moses instructed to the Israelites in the book of um, Deuteronomy. So, um, yeah, this is super, super fascinating because of what it kind of, it, it, it honestly kind of, con- it does confirm a lot of what the Bible says about, at least about Moses and the 10 commandments. And um, so they found this in 1982, but they just, because of technology now, they were just able to decipher what was actually on the tablet. So, okay. So somebody said is a good question. Nacho Cheetos. He said, who is cursed exactly? So yeah, that's exactly it. That is exactly it. The story was basically that, and help me out here. 
Ben, is that mm -hmm. Moses put two tablets on two separate mountains, one that said you were cursed by Yahweh and another that was like you are blessed by Yahweh, right? And then he gave it, he let it, um, he, he said you can follow one of these two paths, essentially, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. so, yeah. And so yes. that okay. alludes to the story, right? So mm -hmm. it, it, if what's interesting is this seems to be, yeah, Mount Ger Gerizim and Mount Ebal. And then what's interesting about this is this is seemingly the greatest evidence of biblical history in history. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it does. Because what it, what it says on the tablet directly, now it says YHW, which stands for Yahweh. So um, you are cursed by the God YHW. Which is, which is, yeah, YHW <laughs> is how they would spell Yahweh in the past. Is that right? right? Yeah. Um, That's yeah. just in English. Well, right. in, okay, in English. So I think, I think it's a different, it's a different acronym in Hebrew. I just can't remember what the Hebrew letters are off the top of my head. And um, so in, in Deuteronomy, um, in chapter 11, verse 26, and, and not the B pointed this out. And they're like, okay, this is where it gets really crazy because in the book, it says, see, I am setting before you today a blessing and a curse. The blessing, if you obey the commandments of the Lord, your God, which I command you today, and the curse, if you do not obey the commandments of the Lord, your God, but turn aside from the way that I am commanding you today to go after other gods that you have, you have not known. And when the Lord your God brings you into the land, you are entering to take possession of it. You shall set the blessings on Mount Gerizim and the curse on Mount uh, uh, Ebal. So from, from my understanding, it was like they could, they, yeah, it was like they could choose the, what they're calling altars, like the, the two pillars, the two mountains, and they could choose which one they want. And then, of course, it's like now it came out that this was translated. And so they found this at that on top of that mount, you know, in like 1982 or whatever. And it um, they just got this translated. So this goes along now with what's written, at least in Deuteronomy. And, of course, the story of Moses and the Ten Commandments. So um this is so fascinating and there's so much more that, that especially they get into too um after because like after moses died joshua did as exactly as as moses commanded and um joshua built on mount Obal the an altar to the lord the god of israel as moses and the servant of the lord command commanded the israelites so um an altar of uncut stones, which on which no iron tool had been used. On it, they offered to the Lord burnt offerings and sacrificed fellow offerings. There in the presence of the Israelites, Joshua wrote on stones a copy of the law of Moses. Um, and this is supposedly they had the ark at, during this time, too. 
So half the people stood in front of Mount um, Gizerum, half the people, half of them also stood in front of Mount Abal as Moses, the servant of the Lord, had formally commanded when he gave instructions to bless the people of Israel. It's really weird because, you know, I mean, granted, I don't know if these names, there's different names in different countries in, in different religions and beliefs in Hebrew probably have different names. I don't know if Mount, um, if that's the way you pronounce it and, and in Hebrew, a ball, but it just kind of reminds me of like ball. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the dark, the dark path right there. Yeah. Like you are cursed if you follow that path. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what? I, I want to share my understanding of this whole thing. Cause I was like thinking about it and yeah. Okay. So why now, why has this been right. uncovered now? And why was it this tablet that what that was uncovered? Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that this is, this is a reminder for today's people. Like, why was the curse tablet? It's not because we're cursed. It's a reminder of the story that we have to choose whether or not we take the path of, of the curse or take the path of the blessing. And I think that everyone has that choice in, in their life. And honestly, this is a benevolence from all of divinity that this mm -hmm. gets uncovered now to give human beings an opportunity to make that choice. Cause there's a lot of people making really dumbass choices right now. This right. A hundred percent. And, and I think, you know, and I think that, um, in, in history, people, I mean, just look what's happening in our world right now, you know, all the crazy stuff that's happening and all these things. And it's, it's like, there's all these bad things that are happening at the same time. And, you know, it, I think collectively, there's just a lot of evil things that are here. And so, it, you know, w even if, if you are a good person, if you're surrounded by this people doing all these evil things, you know, it, it affects the world in different ways. And so I, I think that if everyone, like you said, Rob, if everyone can choose the, the correct and upright path and of the light and the divine and follow that way then it's like you know it's not like each one of us is cursed i, I kind of look at it as like because of the choices human society as a whole is making it's affecting everything so if we as a human society can start waking up and realize the truth we can make these shifts happen where it's like we don't have like the 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 doom and gloom of this catastrophic apocalypse that's going to destroy everything <laughs> so instead it's like you know the good people will will live through that and 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 elevate through that and rise above everything well, and think, and, think about the the think about the poetry of this where it this whole thing and back in the day when the world was smaller you could argue or whatever it was you know god's people were were the israelites right mm -hmm. what if these were put here and over like all of the all of the world's people are god's people every single culture has been blessed by divinity by divinity and arranged it's my understanding right how cool is it that now that tablet gets uncovered for the entire like where this is the only situation we've ever been in in the entire world where 
the entire world can see this uncovered and can look inside about what this message means to them. So true. All across the world. Like that's pretty mind blowing. Think about the thousands of years that was like that, that was yeah. just hanging out there for this moment right now for it to be uncovered. Like that's just, it's mind blowing. It really is. And you know, as you were talking and we're, I was talking about, you know, uh, a ball and then ball, but that that's what the, they were worshiping when Moses went away, they, they were putting up the, the God, the golden calf thing. And they were worshiping that yeah. while, while Moses, you know, when Mo Moses warned them and then he went away and then they were like, you know, Oh, he's not coming back. He left us. We'll just, we'll just have a new God. And then he got royally pissed off. <laughs> you know, Matt, he was like, yeah, that was, that was his Jesus flipping the table moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, what? This is like the righteous wrath of yeah, you know, some dude on a mission. Crazy. Well, and 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 honestly, all of these a lot. There's think about how many things have been found. Ancient things have been found just within the, even 50 years, let alone a century. I or, mean, or or we don't even know some of the stuff that was found. For, right. For it's real, so true. You know? Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about the um even the Dead Sea Scrolls. The earliest one was found in 1952. Yeah. So th th this isn't, you know, these, and then like even with the crystal skull as well, like these things are all, they were like the, the earliest one that we know of was found. The Mitchell Hedges skull was found in 1920s. And it's just so fascinating because all of this stuff, they're finding it in recent history instead of like, a lot like really like ancient history which is what you would think that some of the stuff would be found but it's not it's it's they're they're finding it more recently well and the, and you know there's the the unfortunate truth that a lot of <clears throat> a lot of stuff was found previously but it's been sold and circulated in different ways like that too when yeah. when they found the pyramids the great giza pyramids i'm talking about apparently there was a lot of stuff on the pyramid that has been just ransacked, taken away, sold, you know, people saw a capstone on, mm -hmm. the, on the pyramid, the capstone was taken off. It was, it was the, the material was removed and sold so that the people could make money. So there were a lot of scavengers that were, that were taking things from within the pyramids that we're not even aware of anymore. Like what was in there? Maybe it would have given us some idea of, of an ancient past, and technology that we're not aware of. And, and because, you know, people didn't have an understanding of what that was. They just wanted to make a buck off of it and we'll never know what was in there now, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's crazy. And how much more of that happened <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. You know? Seriously. Yeah. Well guys, we have a, uh, we have, to, we're going to play another trailer right now for our, um, promoting our rise.tv platform. And then when we come back, we have more, about a different stone tablet that was found. Awesome. When disease strikes humanity, when corruption is on the rise, when darkness descends, how can we find the light? Noble governors, honorable caretakers, destructive dictators, each time a plague hit, the state of the people seemed to determine their fate. What if this were a pattern nobody has ever looked at before? Are people's illnesses tied to their spirits? 
Does chaos in society reflect chaos in the cosmos? This goes deeper than any history books look at plagues has ever gone before. Plague Part 2, Divine Retribution. So guys, that is our plagued series that we did on, I forgot about that one, on Rise.TV as well. And that was, we did that more documentary style along with our relic relics of power that we have too. So those are all really awesome series that we did. Yeah. And if you guys are watching at home, um, we're, we're, we, the world is in a very weird situation right now. It's a, it's a cultural cesspool. <laughs> And so yeah, Rise really TV is. is is really important because it's really important to us, and, it, and I think it's really important to to future people because our goal is to try to revitalize the true culture of the world and tell the history the right way. And there's not many other people out that are willing to put themselves out there or willing to do it, and we are. And we want to bring in more people and grow this platform and make it a great place for all of us to be. So if you're out there and you want to support something good and you feel like you, you do have a little bit of, of, of money, it's only a $9.99 month subscription. We have great research and content, and we're going to deliver. I mean, that's the whole thing. Like This isn't like Patreon where you just... You know, it goes into a black hole or something. We're giving you guys back content and we're trying to rebuild a lot of things and remember a lot of things, you know, so that we can share them with you guys. And um, you supporting us keeps everything going. So we really appreciate everyone who's on right now that's supporting us. And then if you can support us, uh, we really appreciate that, too. Like, we're not stopping anytime soon. We're going to keep coming out with new, really fascinating shows and Yep, that's our goal. We're gonna we're going to we're we're trying to change the world. We're trying to revitalize this culture, these amazing things that have happened throughout history, uh, that should get that should see the light of day. They should not be hidden, and a lot of it has. So. Oh, it's so true. It's uh, yeah, and actually that goes along. There was somebody I'm not sure who it was. Somebody asked a question like, you know, are, are is it the fact that these have been found now, or are they just releasing it now? And I I think there could be. A little bit of both, you know? <laughs> yeah. but, but I mean, you can tell when, you know, they're, they're, they're like excavating a, an ancient site or something like that. And it's like, okay, you know, something's coming out of that. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, the thing is whatever is being released to the public, I just feel it's probably barely 5% of what they probably have and what they don't want to release. Dude, you and I both know yeah. it's more like 1%. Yeah, probably more like 1. I mean, you, the Vatican you, actually it might even Vatican. be less. It might it, actually be. It might be a percent like a point. Yeah. 1. Because the thing is <clears throat> like all 1% is is one of 100 artifacts you actually know about. Think about how like of those 100 artifacts you only know about one and how few we actually know about. I know it's got to. There's got to be way worse. And then on top of that, they're not doing well or what they are finding too. They're not really revealing the true story um, to give you like a, a perfect example. Gobekli Tepe, which yeah. is uh, one of the in, in the Graham Hancock series on Netflix. He really goes into the Actually, this is one of the I, for me, it was one of the one one of the more fascinating episodes that they did because of what it what it represents 
But there was an, another ancient stone tablet that they found in Gobekli Tepe, which is a, it, about in Turkey. Roughly, they dated it to be about 11,000 years old. And there was a global catastrophe that happened. Yeah. And um, so what they found. So on the stone tablet. It tells there, a story, right? It tells a story. There's yeah. various animals on the stone tablet. This is the thing that science don't like other like mainstream archaeologists don't really get into. They'll just be like, and this makes me question everything we know about Egypt and what we're being told by the hieroglyphs is it's like, is it just, are they displaying an animal or is this representing the sky? So what they found was that on this specific um, uh, uh, pillar, the stone pillar, there was these animal carvings and they realized it correlates to the stars. So, because 11,000 years ago, we, we didn't have, I mean, we had the similar, we had the exact same constellations. They're just in different places in the sky, but you know, it's like, take like Hercules. They wouldn't have Hercules 11,000 years ago. They had different patterns in the sky for what it was. And so you can go back and be like, oh, okay, they had this vulture or this this creature or this animal, this animal here. And then you just relate that to the stars in the sky and you can actually use that as a as a map. Yeah. It, it literally is. A, it's like it's a timeline. Like our, 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 the stars in the sky is literally a timeline for events that happen and they can depict exactly when a event happened. Because how are you going to, how are you going to, if you're trying to communicate to the future about something really important that happened, you can't use time as a reference because you have no idea when one, it's going to be found. And two, um, how do you even relate? Like you may have a different time system than, than, you know, 11,000 years in the future. So you're going to use the sky. So they're like, Oh, this is a map of the sky. So this happened 11,000 years ago. And that's just like mind blowing when you start thinking about all these. Well, dude, think about, honestly, think about how much more advanced that is than we are. Like now, okay, let's say there was a catastrophe and that thing was er was erected after the catastrophe. After the catastrophe, you didn't have any of the tools that you had before, and you're dealing with the basics. And if you were advanced and you can remember some of that, you're going to use things like math and, and alignment to communicate knowledge more so even than if you had all of that technology and you weren't even like kind of concerned with it like we are on a daily basis. It's not mm -hmm. like you and I go outside and we put something up and we're like, let's point it towards the friggin' winter solstice. Like that's not going to happen, you know. But if you've lost all of that and you're trying to communicate, you're not going to do it on metal. You're going to do it on something that's going to last as, as, as long as possible. And you probably have people among you that are at least skilled enough to be able to chisel something simple into something that's going to last a long time, which is rock. And there right. you go. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's exactly it. And um, so, yeah, it just makes you wonder what, what other things have been hidden from us and what's in the, Oh, oh yeah. yeah. What's yeah, in the Vatican? <laughs> I mean, even the Metropolitan yeah, well, Museum well, the of Sphinx, Art, dude, the Sphinx, what? the Sphinx too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, I was talking about that recently with Simon as well um, on our one of our Tuesday shows. When when you were gone, we, we were talking about the Sphinx, and there's a secret compartment in the underneath the ear of the Sphinx. Yeah. It's really fascinating. 
but um but also like the metropolitan museum of art so i've been uh in the basement because uh, I, we, we were doing an interview when I was working for the paper and uh, for, the, for the media. And um, there's all these boxes down there of stuff. And they were just like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, like it wasn't like, I mean, and then we walked in this room and there was some really important artwork just like in this room, you know, because they just have so much stuff that it's like they're 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 like curating something and they're just waiting and then it will go up there and on display. But I could just tell that they had um i was like oh, i know for sure that they have like there's there's another storage space even below this that has like probably very important things and then it makes you wonder it's like some of the stuff on display is it real or is it just a repli replica and the real stuff is like you know hidden somewhere else yeah dude and i think they so, do that a lot of times i think they do that like with it. paintings too yeah that's what i heard i actually yeah, yeah there, there's like all these rumors that some of the more famous paintings that you would see in museums aren't the actual like, why yeah they do they can't risk putting the real one out so they get an excellent copy of it put up yeah well especially now these like crazy woke people that are going around throwing well actually you know what's hilarious about that is they're they're destroying shitty pieces of art <laughs> excuse my language but it's like they're destroying stuff from like the contemporary period that i want destroyed anyway so i'm kind of like <laughs> well, i'm glad that you destroyed a picasso or whatever it is because like that guy was trash you know mm, that's so funny vincent van gogh psycho like you know i've oh, i studied geez. vincent van gogh in depth yeah. And any no one liked the guy. He was impossible to be around. Not a genius. He was tripping all the time on absinthe. Well, and, and also his stuff didn't even get popular until after he died. No, I know. Yeah. But and you know, like everybody likes his story, but it's like it's really just marketing. This guy's story is just marketing that people have been affected by. And it's like, you know, it's it's just silly. Like you can't put you can't seriously think that painting right there that they're destroying is even close to a Leonardo or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a Jan van Eyck or, or a Botticelli or whatever. So like these were, you funny. know, like, so funny. And that, that's people actually... should be put in prison anyway, just well, because they're re ridiculous. I, 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 I want to say the girl on the left, she, she's actually a daughter of somebody famous and I can't remember who. Um, and of course it's like a climate change thing. It's like, yeah, it's so weird. So weird. Yeah. Like well, all right. Well, speaking of more ancient things found, I mean, we've kind of covered this on the show, but, but I found a lot more information about it. So there was a, a very extremely ancient stone that cracked open in China, in the Guizhou region of China. Did Gizmo pop out of it? Uh, Gizmo? No, but the, it it, re, it revealed the the characters for the CCP, but then the character Parish was at the end. Like it, it was like, we'll, we'll like the CCP will collapse. We'll perish. Yeah. <laughs> So th this is what's crazy. This rock, the stone was 270 million years old. Wait, 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 wait. Back up a second, bro. Yeah. 
This stone that got revealed is yeah. 270 million years old and it yeah. has perfect Chinese characters written in it inside of it. And they didn't know it had it in there until it cracked open and they were able to see inside. And then somebody was climbing and they happened to see the characters inside revealing the um, this ancient where did you find this? So, well, v- v- we we've talked about this on the show before. The um the Epic Times had had a bunch of articles about it uh, like all over. In fact, the CCP, dude, when this came out, th- it must this have been horrified. Yeah, when this came out, the CCP, well not even that. They were they were like, "Look, look, this ancient stone tablet pr- predicted the uh the rise of the CCP, like the CCP has always been in power the entire time because they never showed the last character on in China. <laughs> so the last character was uh, was edited out of the sequence. So it just looked like the CCP has been around for like, you know, millions yeah, of right, years. Right. But uh, no, it was. But in the last character with like perish or collapse is actually bigger than the rest of the characters. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. So um, this is a, a megalith. Um, so I guess, okay, it was a cracked form in a megalith 500 years ago. So, but um, this whole thing is 270 million years old. So yeah, this was actually in our... Um, prophecy series when we did this this is one of the things that we touched on so they there's this like um, what i want to say like prestigious i'm quote unquote i'm using you know prestigious chinese academy of sciences because who really knows like what what they're really doing there but anyway they went there and investigated it and yeah determined it origin originated during the premium area i'm sorry premium era Permian, P-E-R-M-I-A-N era, making it, yeah, making it about 270 million years old. Um, It it naturally cracked to reveal the characters whose formation they um, ascribed to geological factors. They found no evidence that humans had drawn the characters on the stone, which makes this even stranger. I I mean, I would assume, I mean, I kind of believe we know we know so little about our human race and there's even less that's you know even or i should say even more that's been hidden from us as we're revealing in this show and a lot of other shows that we're doing there's so many artifacts that that exist you know and i think that humanity has gone through different cycles of annihilation and catastrophes throughout you know millions of years so we, we've kind of like had to start from scratch. We, you know, you kind of lose things, which is why, which we can we actually get into this in our Garden of Eden series. We, we talk about different cultures that all have evidence of a great flood all around the same time period. And there's multiple evidence for great floods and multiple evidences of multiple cultures that have existed throughout the years. So, you know, but yeah, th- it's th- this, this is like, mind-blowing though it really is how old this is you know what's crazy yeah it this stone structure either proves that man is much older than anyone is willing to talk about Mm -hmm. or it proves that time travel really does exist (laughs) (laughs) 
That's pretty interesting. You know, I, I, um, we were, Simon and I were kind of talking about this last Friday, but with the Mandela effect, you know, speaking of time travel and all this stuff. And I was talking to one of my friends recently because we were going, he, he was, he was totally blown away by the Statue of Liberty. Like he couldn't get over it. And he was from New York. Why? Um, you know, he, he, he swore up and down. It was on Ellis Island. Oh yes. Yes. He never heard of his entire life that it was bombed in world war one by the Germans. And he's like, what do you mean? You can't go into the torch. And I'm like, y you can't go to the torch. I'm like, you're not going to find a single photo of people in the torch. And he just not believe me. And I was like, you could, I was like, scour the internet. Right when I look. I was like, look, yeah. you type in specifically. You and I went there. People, yeah, people on the torch in the Statue of Liberty. And he was looking through all the photos of everything. And he's like, dude, you're right. I can't find a single photo. I was like, because it doesn't exist. And I was like, it just doesn't exist. And so he was just like so mind blown over this. And then we were having this conversation. And, you know, it was interesting. He told me that he thinks the Mandela, because, you know, I, we were kind of thinking around 20, 2012 that the Mandela effect started. He thinks it was 1999, which and also still makes sense. It does actually. That. And then the more I kept thinking about it, the more it actually started making sense to me. And I was like, whoa, because maybe our world did end at the end of 1999, but we were just all brought over to like a new timeline during that. Which would then make sense. Then through, I mean, of course, or, the or, or I think we're on a timeline that continued that we're like, continued one or the other and we're, or we keep kind of switching timelines you know also i need to find out more about um cern exactly when cern was activated because it was also activated uh, around CERN was time. like developed in the 80s or 90s it was yeah but the particle accelerator specifically I i'm not sure. sure that was early, like mid early mid 90s okay but, but, but don't quote me on that yeah i really. kind of forget too you might be right about that totally but in, anyway all these factors kind of play into it and um of course i'm not saying that 1999 is when when like things start changing but it's like i'm not time wouldn't be linear so 1999 is when all the shifts start happening going back all the way to the past of you know, extremely long time ago. And then it's like, you know, so simultaneously it's like everything would kind of shift over and then our memories would kind of shift over through that way. But anyway, it just made me think about a lot of things in like 1999. I, I you know, it's a big year. It's something, definitely a lot of things. And it's also the persecution of Falun Gong that started in 1999. Yeah. So by, by the Chinese government, once again, CCP. So yeah, those knuckleheads. So interesting. But yeah, I have to find out more about CERN because I'm not 100% sure. I kind of forget exactly when, um, when the, yeah, I was thinking, I was just thinking about the Matrix actually. It's kind of funny because it came out in 1999. And that's the other big one. The, the whole thing about um, what if I told you, which is no longer in the movie and it's just mind blowing. Yeah. What Everybody if I, remembers that. Yeah. It's a meme, dude. That everything you it's think like, you know is wrong. It's not there. Not there at all. I remember the whole line. It's no, so dude, weird. no. But what's the weirdest is that is like the oldest meme we have. Mm -hmm. What if I told you? I, I would say that was the first meme it ever. Was like the first meme, dude. <laughs> yeah. It really like, was. Meme is evidence enough. Yeah. <laughs>
and it doesn't exist in the movie it's so bizarre and no one believes you when you say it they're like no 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 you just don't you just i remember yeah, but then like, why is it a meme like it's like, in there it, it no one there. is going to tell me that that woman did not say mirror mirror on the wall yeah that too it's so weird like oh we don't remember that right yeah. No, everybody remembers mirror, mirror on the wall, not magic mirror on the wall. What what universe are you from? <laughs> You're the in alien. Matrix, didn't the robots want to keep the people stuck in 1999 because they thought that was like the ideal moment for humanity not to realize they were in the Matrix? That is kind of true, or at least it goes back to 1999. It's like a real the real date was like 2099, but you think it's like 1999. So, yeah, it's so true kind of stuck in this and like, what's so matters. weird right now is like all of our all the like economy and everything else is going back to 1999 right now in a really weird way it like seems like it yeah <laughs> so weird yeah it's all it's really strange so matrix was definitely hitting on something even more than it realized okay you guys well um we're about ready to um leave rumble facebook ganjing world twitter and everywhere else for streaming and we're gonna head over back to 19 1999 we're gonna head back to 1999 <laughs> we're gonna party like it's 1999 even prince had it right you know <laughs> so, oh man but um so there's something really funny really awesome that i found that we're gonna get into over on rise.tv where a four billion year old piece of metal had a uh, evidence of of a, a man-made tool inside of it. So we're going to talk about that when we get over to Rise All TV. Right. So join us for just $9.99 a month and support our work. You'll get to ask us your questions during the live Q&A that we have on every single live show. And of course, on Fridays, we have our top 10 weirder news of the week that we do only on Rise.tv. So don't forget that your support lets us do these deep dives and bring you the truth that the censors don't want you to hear since we're censored pretty much everywhere. So you guys um, also be sure to follow us on social media and we're um, we have our rise TV official account that we're are, we are really trying to ramp up on all social media platforms. So follow us everywhere and then check out this trailer and we'll see you guys over on rise TV. Later, y'all. John, Nostradamus, Confucius, the Mayans, Aztec, and Hopi. What's something that the divine, enlightened, and ancient all have in common? What did they see and predict during their time here on Earth when they saw visions of the end of days? Were the pictures they were given simply glimpses of the future or warnings of impending doom? Well, since history does repeat itself, let's take a look today and let's find out what predictions, dreams, and visions have come true, especially ones made eons ago. And in these days, do we see moral lessons we all need to pay a little more attention to? Or will we just hastily shrug them off as a few more amazing coincidences? Don't miss this exhilarating three-part series on Edge of Wonder. Prophecies and the End Times.
forgot how much I like that trailer. It uh, <laughs> included the shrugging guy. Oh, yeah, the shrugging which, guy. By the way, I found my shrugging guy t-shirt in my drawer the other day. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't even mind somewhere. Somebody sent us t-shirts. 